0: Entrepreneurship Mondays on drive time experience. Oh yes it is, 23 minutes after four on the drive and uh, Samantha Nolomba founded Lady Liberty which aims as I mentioned earlier to make affordable legal services available to South African women. The former University of Cape Town graduate realized that uh, access to justice and information remained limited among the majority of black women due to social economic factors. In studio with me to chat more about this. Thank you so much Samantha for making time, making the trip first of all. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me and thanks for the opportunity.
0: Mm. Uh, Firstly I've just touched on the surface there as to why you started this But uh, in your own words We were yeah. talking of uh, <laughs> Interesting how you married What you do With the need
1: That's correct And I ground. think somewhere In the mix of that Is also me marrying Who I am um, I just love people mm-hmm. And for me Lots of injustices Just don't make sense It mm-hmm. doesn't make sense to me Why someone sleeps Under a bridge And someone has A heated floor uh, Why someone has to Dig in trash For a meal for the day And ultimately Then leading to justice As well Why someone can't Access the courts Purely because they Don't have the financial resource so I put all of those in one big crazy pot mm-hmm. and I mixed my love and passion for people, my legal qualifications and the needs that I had identified and Lady Liberty was
0: born. Mm-hmm. So your legal quali- qualifications, you're a, a corporate attorney, am I right?
1: Yes, so I was admitted to practice law in 2012 and I was actually born in Zimbabwe. So I thought to myself, because Lady Liberty will eventually cross borders, mm-hmm. um, let me also get admitted in as many jurisdictions as possible. So I also got admitted and qualified in the court in Bulawayo. Mm-hmm. So I'm admitted in the Western Cape, Bulawayo, and the northern provinces I'm enrolled to practice as well. So that's the qualification. Did my articles, you know, I I followed the traditional route, um, went to court here and there and, you know, the glamour that's painted in all these, you know, legal shows and, you know, Mm -hmm. objection your honour and all the drama, it just doesn't really exist. And I think I just wanted to scratch that itch a little bit and feel the power and everything that came with it. But I still felt that I indirectly was adding to a problem. There's a you know, a huge gap between the rich and the poor We all know this And mm. it ultimately affects poor people in many areas of their lives But in terms of the law as well I started asking myself, why am I even a lawyer If I can't then represent these people That I say I love mm-hmm. um, I can't carry on and add to the problem What can I then do to become part of the solution mm.
0: And access to justice Just in, in generic terms yeah. For men, women, just uh, generic people uh, In the country is a problem because It's a there's, huge it, problem. There's a financial barrier, isn't it? That's but it right. becomes even more the dynamic and nuances are even more pronounced or are unique when it comes to women.
1: Absolutely. And when it comes to African women, Mm. all these cultural expectations that we have, um, a woman can do this, can't do that, all the things that an African woman traditionally has to live with in terms of rules of the society or the culture, the tradition that she lives in, Mm. marry that to the fact that she still can't then access justice and basic problems, day-to-day problems from domestic violence Mm. or being assaulted sexually or otherwise. She's getting married. She doesn't know what an Nuptial contract is how to get one, what's a protection order, um, where do I get one, can a police officer help me? All these questions that I think are basic. Mm-hmm. I actually think they're so intrinsically connected to our human rights, each and every one of us. So I realized that the African women specifically, that access to justice or that dream of it is that much further from her.
0: Mm-hmm. So so were these uh, indeed the challenges you met since yeah. establishing uh, Lady Liberty, the ones you mentioned, domestic violence, yeah. marital status and the legal rights within that, mm-hmm. uh, were these exactly uh, or is there something else that uh, shocked you?
1: Um, so what shocked me is, you know, when we started the focus was Lady Liberty is going to provide legal roadshows, number one, where we teach women about their rights and responsibilities. So mm-hmm. we talk about this amazing constitution but I don't think at the end of the day we realized just how far it is On paper it looks beautiful But practically on the ground For Uma Kumalo Sitting outside the school Selling sweets And Amat Dombolo To children Coming outside of that school The constitution for her Is just some a word That flies around her head Day to day mm-hmm. So the issues We decided to focus I decided to focus on Was uh, like I said Domestic uh, violence Sexual assault Marriage Divorce And wills But while on the ground You know I first thought You know as an attorney I suppose I was a bit naive As well mm-hmm. You think you're going to Walk there and say Section 20 of the Domestic violence access this and this and that. You know, this is what you must do, mama. Go to court, ask for this, ask for that. But when I got there, I realized that most of the ladies are really traumatized. Mm-hmm. Number one, psychologically and emotionally there needed to be some intervention there. So I started looking at partnerships with psychologists because I'm not going to reinvent the wheel. Mm-hmm. I'm not a psychologist. I can't look at the counseling side. Then I realized we have a woman, um, a client of ours who was married to a police officer who told her that, you know, he's abusive already, but he said to her, you're not leaving this marriage. Mm-hmm. If you're leaving, it's in a body bag, even if I put you in it. So she reached out wanting assistance in getting a divorce. But then I said to her, We can't, I can't just shoot straight, um, you know, no pun intended, but I can't go straight to the court process of how to get divorced, even though that's what my intention is. Mm-hmm. We now have to practically look at your safety. So let's get you to a shelter first. Only after you're safe and hidden, it doesn't know where you are. Only then can we talk about the legal um, process, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So the shock for me was, I can't walk in there and be a lawyer and just state, uh, you know, what the act says, and this is the process, one, two, three, four, five steps, the issues are so mixed up. It's convoluted. So it's social worker hat you need to wear <laughs> in because you need to understand that's the dynamics. True. I actually literally practically took a course on mm-hmm. counseling because the first couple of sessions, she's sitting there, we have 30 minutes, about 15 of the t- 30 minutes she's crying. So mm-hmm. I don't even know what the problem is. I can't look at the legal issues. I can't start the legal assistance. So I had to take a step back because now, I, mean, I now want to cry and then I'm like, no, 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 no I had to step back mm-hmm. and practically equip myself to deal with that. So that was my greatest Because it
0: was just one one side that you look at, which is your specialty, That's uh, the legal side. There's also the patriarchal issues and, 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 and dynamics and so forth. Uh, quickly, I want to squeeze this in because sure. uh, you do this work pro bono. That's
1: Pro bono for the women who can't afford it. However, oh, okay. it's opened up quite, uh, uh, what's the word, significantly. So we have workshops that we offer corporates as well as part of our revenue generating model. We had one with one of the banks last year under the umbrella of 16 days of activism. Mm-hmm. So the women there in the corporate space, I, I took it for granted that they're also dealing with the same challenges. They're going through divorces. They're wanting to get married, not sure, you know, what option is best, antinuptial contract, with or without accrual, all of these technical legal things. What terms. does all this mean? Exactly. What does all this mean? Mm. And I realized that I still had to debunk the legal jargon and assist these women as well. But if they can afford to pay, they pay. So just a disclaimer, it's pro bono for my women on the ground who literally earn zero to, let's say, about 5,000 rands because they still just can't afford it. Oh, OK. But yeah. they
0: will use a criteria, I suppose, Absolutely. and cross-reference and, and decide Absolutely. who indeed can. And can afford Yes,
1: so we Uh, do a means test Before we start the assistance
0: Exactly, but you need All the help you can get Firstly, from the legal fraternity
1: That's correct So initially, this also stemmed From the realization That pro bono in South Africa Where all registered lawyers Are meant to give free hours To communities in need It just doesn't work For a variety of reasons That we can't even get into right now Mm -hmm. So realizing that I then said, okay, fine I will create a vehicle Both literally and figuratively To go to the ground And do the groundwork Do the due diligence Get the support and documentation and 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 mm-hmm. and then give a court-ready file to an attorney or an advocate who can then resolve the matter on our behalf so my appeal to the legal profession at large is to say give us your pro bono hours we'll do the admin for you because we know you're busy and mm-hmm. then you just resolve the matter so I need great assistance there
0: mm-hmm, because you've got a backlog of cases I've but got, you can't get around to all of them I therefore can't. you need people legal eagles like yourself to come absolutely
1: and, and the unfortunate thing is without resolving the backlog it's then inhibiting the the legal roaches that we can proceed with I can't keep going to the the ground, piling on cases, doing nothing about mm-hmm. them, and then going out to get some more. So I've actually had to limit the number of community legal roadshows as a result. Yes,
0: yes, because it retards the very objective you've set out to absolutely. assist. Absolutely.
1: I start feeling like a fraud. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. But, but certainly there's a whole lot of good in it, and I'm sure nobody is going to start suspecting you ah, uh, for that. We hope. Uh, there's a lot to touch on. I know you've got a mobile app you're developing just quickly.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. I'm very excited about that. We're in the process of developing this app, and what this app will do, we just got awarded, so I'm not sure if I can give the parties and the Telecom, uh, you know, network provider that's involved. But basically, what it will do is we will then load our legal content onto this platform, mm-hmm. and we'll translate it. We'll first give it as a trial ba- uh, basis, maybe three languages: Kosa Zulu, Tswana. I will say the most common ones in the areas that we visit. And it means that for the women we can't yet reach physically, mm-hmm. they can access the same information that we're giving to other ladies face to face using their phones. So, oh, Gogo, there's a Gogo called me from the Eastern Cape and said, "You know, why, Danami, aren't you here?" And it broke my heart because she's the very reason why I started Lady. But because I can't yet reach her physically due to resource, now I can say, Coco, that phone you're using, do this, dial this, dial that, and you can get the same information. So I'm very excited about the app. We're still at the very beginning phases. We're fixing the content, translating it. Then we load it up and we'll run a whole campaign around it. Fantastic. And hopefully that's also a huge revenue generator. So if anyone from the uh, mobile network operators is listening, please reach out. We're looking at having these discussions. Actually, they've started to Mm. say from all the data and Mm. airtime fees that you will then generate from the women loading to access our platform, mm-hmm. w- can we just discuss a revenue share? Because then we don't want to be funding dependent as an organization. Then we generate revenue automatically from the platform as well. And you become self-sustainable. self
0: Wonderful. How can people reach you? They're, they're very mobile network operators and other uh, Okay, legal so,
1: so they can email Lady Liberty at... C-S-I, that's Charlie Sugar India Boutique.co.za. Otherwise, the easier thing is we have a Facebook page. It's Lady Liberty SA. Then they can inbox us or give us their details, and then um, I'll get back to them.
0: Oh, fantastic. It was interesting chatting to you.
1: Thank you so much for your time. Time flew. Yeah, and, <laughs> and
0: thanks for the great work. Uh, we'll, we'll keep in touch to Thank see how, so how else we can assist. Samantha uh, Ngolomba, Managing Director of CSI, uh, a former University of Cape Town graduate who realized uh, the need really for access to justice, particularly for African women.